Hello everyone and welcome to the Voxonic Studio Digital Marketing Podcast. Today I'm going to pick up from where I last left off from the last episode and I'm going to talk about recording your audio for your podcast and uploading that audio to the hosting site. So before we start talking about mics or software, your best bet for a podcast that sounds organized and professional is to practice beforehand by figuring out what you're going to say and coming up with an outline of your recording. You don't have to go so far as to script things out, just have a general roadmap for where you're headed and what you want to touch upon. When it comes to the actual recording, the easiest solution might be just a simple recorded Skype call. You can call up your co-host or guests via Skype, record the call with Skype recording software. When you're finished, you have your choice of multiple editing applications to help you with the cleanup, processing, music and publication. So depending upon what type of computer you have, for Mac users, you can use Call Recorder for Skype. I'll link it in my show notes. And to edit, use GarageBand, free. For Windows users, you can use Pamela and edit with Audacity. Again, links in the show notes. Now, if you have co-hosts, you might consider each of you recording your end of the conversation your audio separately and stitching the separate audio files together in post-production. This makes for far cleaner audio because each of you have a separate track for your own voice. After you've finished recording, editing and producing your podcast, you can upload it to hosting sites like Libsyn, SoundCloud, Anchor and Transistor. They'll generate your RSS feed for you so you can submit it to Apple Podcast, Spotify, and other players. What's an RSS feed? Well, Apple Podcasts and Spotify actually don't hold any of the audio on their sites. All they are are shop windows for your products. So you need somewhere to hold your audio and the aforementioned sites like Libsyn, like SoundCloud, like Anchor and Transistor are where your audio is being held, just like Dropbox. The RSS feed is the link in between the hosting site and Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you log onto my website, www.foxonicstudio.ie, you can download a free PDF guide that will take you through all these steps to get your podcast published. So step one in creating an RSS feed for your podcast is you upload your files to Libsyn, Anchor or Transistor and the feed creation is done automatically for you. Step two, log in to Apple Podcasts Connect. Using your Apple ID, log in at podcastsconnect.apple.com. Step three, enter your feed URL and then click validate. Apple will pull your podcast's feed details. This will include artwork, title, descriptions, etc. And then click Submit. Apple will give you a confirmation message letting you know that there may be a review process for your podcast. So this typically takes about 24 to 48 hours, but sometimes it can take up to five days. You'll then receive an email letting you know if you've been approved. 
Three to five days after that, people can begin searching and finding your podcast in the Apple Podcasts app. For promotion and sharing of your podcast, a lot will depend on the site where you upload. Places like SoundCloud, for instance, offer a fairly robust set of sharing options built in. You can share directly to Twitter, Facebook and more, and you can embed the audio directly into your blog posts. In my opinion, embedding audio is perhaps the best way to sync your podcast with your blog content. Many top blogs use their podcast as an additional blog post, adding the audio directly into the body of the post and providing either a full transcript of the podcast or a list of topics and resources covered in the podcast. Complete transcripts are so helpful for SEO and accessibility. It cannot be understated. If you're going to have a podcast, you must transcribe it. Otherwise, Google has a much harder time trying to find your podcast. Audio is still nowhere near as easy to find as written text. As a business owner or service provider, if you understand the value of creating content, like blogging, for your business and brand, then you understand the value of podcasting. Creating a podcast allows you to reach a brand new audience, people who might otherwise never find or consume your long format content because they just prefer the audio format. You don't need to be an established content creator or have a blog to become a successful podcaster. A podcast is an excellent way to build an audience from scratch and position yourself as an authority in your industry. Podcasts also provide the potential to drive traffic back to your website or store. Every podcast directory gives you a link back to your website. And since it's your podcast, you can direct listeners to your website at the end of each show. On Apple Podcasts, there are dozens of categories and subcategories where listeners actively seek new content. This means your podcast content will be highly targeted. People who are interested in your topic can seek you out. Having a podcast these days is vital. It used to be in order to position yourself as an authority on a topic, you needed a book, but that's no longer enough. Starting a podcast allows you to position yourself even further as an authority on your topic by being more current as you publish your podcasts every week. You're staying up to date with current topics and trends. It helps build your audience and it also makes it easier to sell your product or service since you're the credible source. Being seen as an authority can really help influence potential customers to purchase your products. So let's talk about cover art. Your podcast cover art needs to be beautiful. Don't neglect this aspect of your podcast as Apple Podcasts in particular seems to only feature podcasts with professional looking artwork. You may need to invest a little money in hiring a professional to design your cover art. Whether you're doing it yourself or hiring a pro, use words and images that are large enough to be clearly legible at almost any size. Take a look at artwork that catches your eye on Apple Podcasts and model your cover art after it. If you don't have some artwork, I'd recommend trying Fiverr or hiring a graphic artist from Upwork to create something beautiful for your podcast. Your cover art should be a minimum of 1400 by 1400 and a maximum of 2048 by 2048. Now, there are dozens of categories and subcategories on Apple Podcasts. 
everything from arts and politics to comedy and religion. Choose the category that suits your theme. It doesn't need to be the exact topic. Again, if you're struggling to decide on a category, look at other podcasters on Apple Podcasts that are similar to yours and note which category and subcategory they use. As mentioned in the previous episode, the podcast description or summary is the most important part of the promotion of your podcast. You don't want to skip on the description of your podcast. You'll want to include as many relevant keywords as possible. This is going to help with search engine optimization, SEO, of your podcast listing. Apple Podcasts is a search engine, so many people who find your podcast will find it through a simple search. So when it comes to recording audio, can you record your podcast with an iPhone? The short answer is yes, since iPhones have microphones, they have everything you need to record the audio. However, the audio will not be as clear or as professional sounding as you'd like. That being said, there are several apps out there that you can download to turn your iPhone into a podcast audio recorder. Podcast hosting services such as Podbean and SoundCloud also offer in-app podcast recording capabilities. Many of these apps are available for Android devices too. So Anchor, Spreaker and iRig Recorder are all apps that you can use. I don't want to talk too long about recording audio onto your phone because it's going to sound pretty poor. If you're going to put the time and effort into recording a podcast, then you should do it right. Pretty much every desktop and laptop computer has at least one USB port, allowing you to connect a device like an external microphone. These devices are plug and play, which means no driver or installation are required. And the good news is you can get a USB microphone of decent quality for around 50 euro. You may choose to invest in a more expensive XLR podcast microphone that plugs into a mixer, which will provide better sound quality for your podcast. But the audio quality you can achieve with a really good USB microphone is more than enough for most people. Many free popular podcasts today have some of the most simple setups and still use USB microphones. Your computer or laptop probably comes with a built-in microphone. Do not use. The audio quality will be abysmal, I can promise you that. These built-in microphones were not designed for podcasts. You really should get a decent external microphone if you're serious about starting a podcast. If you go to my show notes, I'll have three microphones for you at different price points for you to choose from. So now that you've got your microphone, it's time to talk about audio software. The recommendations I'm going to give you here will allow you to record the audio from your microphone and save it as an MP3 file. So the first one is Adobe Audition. If you want really powerful audio editing software with all the bells and whistles, Adobe has it with Audition. It might be more than what you'll need to edit a podcast, but if you're using a mixer and high-end equipment, it could be a good idea to look at Adobe Audition as well. My next two choices are actually free. First one is called Audacity, and Audacity is a great alternative to paid premium audio editing software. It's easy to use, and there are lots of tutorials online to help you learn how to use them. My third option is GarageBand. GarageBand comes with all MacBooks and is good enough for most of your audio editing software needs. GarageBand allows you to record the audio from your podcast microphone and save it as an MP3. After that, what I like to use 
is a pop filter. Pop filters help keep the clicking noises your mouth makes when speaking close to the microphone from being recorded. A boom arm will also help keep your podcast microphone in front of you hands-free. This also allows you to easily adjust the height and distance from your mouth while you're recording. Lastly, you'll want some stereo headphones. Don't have to go to town on this. Just think about comfort for those long audio recording sessions. When it comes to how to record a podcast, all you need to do is plug in a USB microphone and open the audio recording software on your computer. Ensure your microphone is plugged in and turned on and that your microphone is the default input device for your recording software. Simply click the record button in your software of choice and go for it. There's no need to stop or pause the recording, even if you are making mistakes along the way. You can always edit the recording later using the same software. Once you finish recording, you'll want to save your podcast. MP3s are the best format for your podcast files since they compress well, which uh, meaning that they have a low file size and can be played on most devices. You'll want to save your MP3 as a fixed bitrate and not a variable bitrate. Most recording software will ask you for this information upon saving. A good bitrate to use is 128 KBPS, which keeps the file size low while maintaining good audio quality. For the sample rate, I recommend 44.1 MHZ, which is CD quality. Okay, so lastly, I want to talk about intros and outros. So intros and outros for each episode of your podcasts adds personality. Usually they are short voiceovers with intro music that covers the podcast, episode number, the hosts and the hook or tagline of the podcast. These intros and outros are also sometimes called bumpers. If you have a nice podcast voice, uh, you can record these yourselves. Alternatively, you can hire someone with a great voice to create your podcast music and record your intro and outro for you. I've used Fiverr in the past to create the intro and outro for, for podcasts, and I would recommend listening to other podcasts in your niche to get some inspiration for your intros and outros. Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you so, so much for listening. Next week, we'll be talking about launching your podcast.